What do you think the patent for unstable molecules, fantastic car, and spaceships is actually worth? Uh, how many billions do you have, Ed? I mean, who, like, it, it could, those inventions alone could revolutionize our society if they were put into mass market, if they're mass, mass produced, right? And made available to the common folks. Yeah. And, and so, 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 so Reed has apparently sold all those patents. He no longer owns the, the rights to these technologies that he's built. Presumably, he has maintained the, the use rights of them because they still drive around their fantastic car and wear their unstable molecules. Um, but someone else actually owns the rights to these things. We, we, we no longer need to be like on read to be like, when are we all going to get our fantastic cars? Because presumably General Motors or someone else, Ford, owns the rights to those things. And we're just waiting for them to actually deliver on them. Uh, but what, what's more interesting, I think, is that maybe not more interesting, also interesting is that Reed not only has like taken all the money he made on those patents and lost it all. It's incredible. I mean, you, you think that people might have noticed that that much money was flowing through the stock markets and that much money was lost. I mean, it's a, I, mean, I, I I'm not a, an economist, but I wonder, did Reed Richards' wild bets alone tank the stock market? You know, like, just by the, like, he's, he's an incredibly intelligent man. Um, perhaps the one of the smartest men that that's ever lived, and but he's not smart in everything, and no, he just the guy, misread the, the, the market. The guy, is, the guy is clearly an engineering genius, but his financial sense is pretty limited. Uh, mm -hmm. like, if you have billions and billions and billions of dollars, you, you there should be no way for you to lose it all. You should no. be he you should be hedging anything. Any bets you make should be hedged enough that like your money is going to last you for generations, not not for hours, not for months. And, and especially if your whole plan is to, as far as we can tell, is to live a life of adventure. Not not as we were speculating earlier, we were wondering if he is going to if they're really just an arm of the army and the and the, the military and the, the armed forces, or somehow you know, helping with the police. They're not really doing that. They're just getting, they're, according to what they, they tell us after it happens, usually they're get, they're drawn to quite amazing things. They're going to space, fighting monsters. I mean, things that are just beyond say, you know, say Ant, what Ant-Man can do where he's working with the police. And so you think if you're living that, you're struck, struck, you know, creating that life, right. Of this fantastic, having a fantastic adventures, um, you would focus your energy on making sure you could fund it properly. And that's yeah, what I and, thought they were going to do. And like the, just the, the fact that they brought home a spaceship from their last adventure, that spaceship, the revenue streams on that spaceship alone should have been enough to fund everything they, and they could imagine and dream of. Uh, and, and still, Reed just has some sort of hubris. It's like, again, it's, we, we, I keep using the shape, term Shakespearean in, in, in our show because... That's what it feels like. It feels like he was just so cocky and arrogant. And it wasn't like he took his money and dropped it into the stock market on a bunch of stocks. Because This year has been a terrible year for the stock market. We're down 32 35% this year. Um, he could have lost a lot of money by just doing simple things. But he didn't lose a lot of money. He lost all his money. Yeah. Like you, you, billions of dollars. How do you, how could you pot? I mean, that's what I assume, right? From all, from, from selling all the patents that he, on his inventions. And it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. I mean, we don't, but we don't know what 
how they actually function as an organization. I mean, they're not a corporation to my knowledge, right? Because like he went bankrupt, I think is what it is. Um, so we don't know, maybe they don't have, they haven't had any assistance. Maybe they just focus on the adventuring and the inventing. And then he Reed just decided, yeah, as a matter of, as just an example of hubris, just, um, just spend an afternoon or an evening, just, just wildly investing his money. But they didn't have anyone it, around to help it, him on it, other it, things. It wasn't just wildly investing though. Like the, the, you, you can't lose a billion dollars just through wildly investing. He, he must've been taking, buying options. He must've been, uh, uh, do, call options, put options. He must have been just going nuts on like uh, on financial derivatives, trying to find some way to use his genius to take his billion dollars or bill and turn it into trillions of dollars. Uh, but again, his financial genius did not. His engineering genius did not translate into his financial genius, and he lost it all. But you got to wonder. But like I was saying, that this seemed to have happened very fast. So maybe maybe it was more about about, about this. He suddenly had all his money, and it got it got into his head that he could translate his genius into, you know, the stock market to make money. And instead of slowing down and just taking a breather and thinking maybe I should consult other experts and get some outside help, he just went ahead and did it. I mean, here's a guy who uh, rents a few like five or six stories of the Baxter Building, has turned it into this, this the building to this amazing uh, engineering miracle. Right? It seems to be indestructible, fireproof, can be taken to space and whipped around, and doesn't fall apart and you can see, and he, that's all him from what i understand he's the guy that's actually constructing and doing and and building these things and so instead of slowing down thinking maybe i need to take a break and consult lawyers actuaries accountants consultants he just went ahead and did it and yeah. uh, made a colossal mistake but it's you're right it's it's but it's it seems the amount of money he lost is it, it could affect how could it not affect the you know the entire stock market and you know like moving through billions of dollars through these yeah, co- these it's, companies it's are just un- un- unfathomable how how much he's he's lost and, and what what they've gone through now now clearly the Fantastic Four will be fine they go bankrupt and their net worth drops down to zero these they're still the most famous people on the planet with, with obviously genius level IQ and engineering from from Reed and um just the fame itself from the others they are going to find some way they're they're we call it human capital. Their human capital is doing just fine. And that human capital, they can turn around and they can make their millions and billions back again. Uh, but in the meantime, it looks like creditors are just going to take possession of the Baxter building and all of Reed's possessions. Yeah, you got to wonder, there's two things that come to mind. Number one, you think the government might want to be interested in what would happen to the technology and the spoils of war, more or less, that that the Fantastic Four have taken from their interactions with you know alien alien races and even with the monsters i mean not, and, and not not just the technology that they invented but the technology that they got and so you think the government might say hold on a second we'd like to be involved in this and to make sure it doesn't get into the wrong hands and that's number one number two you've got to wonder um doesn't this make this the fantastic force susceptible to possible foreign or domestic influence that wouldn't necessarily be in the american interest overall like what if you're you're reed richards you're broke you're extremely smart. You need to make money. Um, who's to say that somebody might come not come in and say we can get you back on your feet, inventing again, because and and building things? Because if he's flat broke, you do you do need to have money to fund these experiments that 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 led to him, you know, becoming rich and famous in the first place. Well, do those two things solve solve themselves? Like, does the U.S. government step in now and say, "Hi, Fantastic Four. Now that you're broke, 
now that you're a little bit, your, your hubris has come down a little bit. Now that you're you're a little bit more uh, modest in your uh, <laughs> in your feelings towards us, why don't you come and work for us, and we can actually get you to do things for us rather than you lording over us and doing whatever you want. Well, how about, doesn't that kind of go back to the beginning of when we first learned of the Fantastic Four? Isn't that what Reed Richards was in the first place, a military contractor? So isn't it kind of like, welcome home, Reed? <laughs> <laughs> back, back, back to basics. Back to we, basics. We, we saved your room. <laughs> Come on back in. Even have the posters on the wall. <laughs> 